0: happening everyone hope everyone's summer is going well and you are staying cool as best you can I'm Greg Swatek and welcome in to another episode of the final score podcast Uh, very pleased to be joined this week by one of the newest members of the Washington Nationals Uh, Trey Lipscomb is an Urbana High School graduate he played uh, his college ball at the University of Tennessee and last week the Nats selected him at the top of the third round with the 84th overall selection, and Trey joins us now from sunny, I presume, West Palm Beach, Florida, right, Trey?
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Well,
0: what, How you guys doing? What, what, what's the weather like right uh, down there right now?
1: Uh, kind of similar to back home in Frederick, Maryland, hot, but I mean you got the ocean breeze right here in the back of you as soon as you step out the door. So uh, I would say just a little bit better. <laughs>
0: Just a little bit better, and you're you're headed to the beach, right? Yeah, you, you, we're 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 taking you away from from your beach time right now, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, we're just. I haven't been to the beach in so long, so we're just gonna try to find a beach on, down here along the coast and uh, hopefully catch some waves.
0: Yeah, yeah just uh, tell us what you're up to right now, Trey. Uh, you, you're you're down in West Palm. Just just sort of what's your life like right at the moment?
1: Yeah, so as of right now, we're kind of just playing it by ear um kind of just seeing where our next steps are um we're down here in west palm beach um at the park of the palm beaches um down in like down in west palm um of course but uh we're no we're just playing it by ear um just doing all the physical stuff um meeting the staff meeting all the coordinators um and then kind of just ultimately hand in hand getting ready to go play ball to wherever they send us off to
0: but but you're down at the nats facility right now like you're at the team facility correct
1: Correct. Uh,
0: just what has your last week been like?
1: Uh, it's definitely been a lot of travel. Um, I think leading up to the week of the draft, I was in Knoxville, so I flew back home from Knoxville to Frederick, Maryland um, to watch the draft with my family just because it was a little bit easier. Um, and then uh, after I had my name called, they asked if I could go down to D.C. Um, so I can, like just go to the ballpark um, and sign. Um, so I did that and then that was on Thursday. And then Sunday, they had got me a flight out of BWI, um, sent me down here. And as of lately, today, we just started doing um, just kind of the basics. Um, everybody's at different points of their career. Um, you see some, some guys come in as high schoolers. Um, some guys come in as pitchers, two-ways, college guys. So it's just – it's cool to see everybody's background just in one area. So we're just – like I said earlier, we're just hanging out, playing about here. So wherever they're going to send us, we're ready to go.
0: Are, are you down there right now with the rest of the draft picks?
1: Yes, uh, currently all of them are down here right now.
0: Did when when you went to the game last week when you were down in DC? Did you get to get introduced uh, in front in front of the fans at, at, at a game? Did you meet uh, uh, Dave Martinez and some of the players? Just what was that experience like for you?
1: Yeah, so there actually wasn't a game. We went down there on Thursday. Um, the team was getting ready to go to um, I think Arizona so they could play a series, and now they're in L.A. So they're kind of traveling a lot, but I got to see a few of them head out the, head out the locker room, and just – the guy was with introducing me to him, Um and we were kind of just – honestly, kind of just filling out the ballpark um, for a place we hope to call home here in the next couple of years.
0: Have you had to pinch yourself a couple times, Trey, in this last week to make sure everything is real?
1: Oh, yeah, plenty of times um, leading up to when we finish our season because um, you don't want to think about the draft in the season. It kind of just – kind of hurts guys or kind of fuels guys. But honestly, we were just hanging out as a team because we knew the day was coming to an end where we'd all be in that locker room together. Um, but fortunate enough, I got drafted with Colin Lawson, who was also played at Tennessee. Um, and he has, um, he's down here around me right now. We're actually, he brought a car down here. So kind of nice that we could do all the scenic stuff instead of just staying in the hotel, and catch Ubers all day long. Um, but yeah, we've just been hanging out. Just me and him, just chilling.
0: Describe the moment for me. What was it like to hear your name called in the draft? I, I presume you were watching with your family on TV, or was it an internet broadcast, or just what was that moment like for you?
1: Yeah, so we went to Lorenzo the first night um, and wasn't fortunate enough to be drafted on the first, first two rounds. Um, that was definitely a long night um, for everybody, for everybody watching the draft, everybody who was in L.A., I can only imagine what the different ball clubs were going through as they were making their selections, but um, early on day, early on day two, the draft started at two. Um, I got a call from like a bunch of different teams, and one of them happened to be the Nationals. Um, this is probably like maybe ten thirty in the morning. Um, they were just asking me about a bunch of different things, like if we took you here, like, are you ready to go? Are you ready to sign? Um, are you ready to start your pro career and stuff like that? And um, I had signed with the agent a, with CAA Sports. His name is Tom Hagen. Um, I kind of passed the information along to him and he kind of did what he did and ultimately got me in a good position to live out my career and live out my dream. Um, So it was it was a lot going on. Like you said, I had to pitch myself a few times, but right now I've signed a contract. So it's all it's all coming into place and um, I'm just ready to get
0: started. After the great season you had at Tennessee last year, did you think you had a chance to be drafted in the first or second round?
1: Uh, so that was unique. Um, we were just looking for a team to fall in love with me. Uh, we knew there were plenty of teams out there. And um, in the case of my case, being a senior um, doesn't hurt, but it doesn't help um, as long as you go out there and just play the way you can. Um, and I did that. So, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm just fortunate enough to, to get this opportunity to live out a dream. And um, it's just a, just a beginning, just a start.
0: Everyone's describing your last season at Tennessee as being a breakout season. What? Why did you play so well? What? What? What clicked for you in this last season at Tennessee to put you in the position to get drafted?
1: Yeah, I mean, I saw I sat behind two All-Americans, Andre Lipschitz and Jake Rucker. I got to give I got to give credit to because they taught me a lot of things, not just on the field but also off the field. Um, I rode with Jake Rucker to the field every day um, my junior year, so I kind of every every time he had a bad day or a good day which I mean he didn't have too many bad days. He was an all American and hit three thirty in the SEC for three years. Um it was kind of it was kinda of hard to sit behind those two guys but also it was it was nice to learn some of the things that I didn't know as far as the mental game. Um and I think that's the biggest step I took for from my junior to senior year was I was always the strongest, um, athletic um and kind of just being out there and playing ball. But the thing the thing that's most important is the thing that lies between those two ears and that's your brain. Um and I had to tremendous ground to make up um, in that category um so I just I really went into like the mental game read a bunch of books by Trevor Moad um and then ultimately just asked a bunch of questions because there's no such thing as a as a dumb question or a stupid question
0: yeah you realize you're in a much bigger pond right you're no no longer the big fish in the small pond right (laughs) all right Uh, did you ever question your decision to go to Tennessee given that you were sitting behind two all-americans
1: um, when I was being recruited by Tony Vitello, I knew that he was going to bring in, like, he wasn't going to, like, sugarcoat anything. He told me straight up, he was like, um, yeah, we got rid of the infield. Or we didn't, didn't get rid of them, but they all were fortunate enough to get drafted. Um, and we're bringing in some guys who are going to play infield. Um, and so you're going to have to compete. And I think that's the biggest thing that Coach Vitello has brought upon me, um, is just learning how to compete within myself. And um, kind of just, the thing I took from that is, you can always compare, um, but it's better to compete. It's the two Cs, compete and compare. Uh, so I kind of just, just went from there. And, um, yeah, like this year, people say it was a breakout year, or you can say it was a, a year coming to be, or you can just say I went out there and just played the, the game that I've always been able to play um, to my fullest and hardest.
0: Right. How did you stay patient, Trey? How did you stay sharp and focused? And, and how were you ready to meet the moment so well when it when it finally happened for you? Yeah,
1: I mean, like I said, the mental game was definitely there. Um, going in my senior senior season, you know, nobody wants to have a bad senior season. That's kind of your last year, you kind of want to have fun. Um, and I think from the get-go, I was always just having fun and never stressing myself. Um, just playing, playing for my, not for myself, but also as my teammates. Because um, as it gets towards the end of the year into the postseason, you know, you're not playing for your individual stats, you're playing for the team. Um, and the only thing that matters is if you get the W or the L. So it's kind of just, that's kind of how I looked at it. Uh, I really didn't look at it as me being having like a great year, um, I guess individually, but also just looking at the career we ha- or the year we had with Tennessee um, and just all the things we accomplished within that team. And um, it's definitely something I'm going to miss.
0: Yeah, you guys were one of the top teams in the nation. That had to be pretty cool to to ride that buzz throughout the whole season.
1: Oh yeah, it was it was definitely cool. Everybody coming in. No matter if it's a Tuesday game, Wednesday game, uh, SEC series, everybody's coming in to take down the, the king of the throne.
0: Yeah, and playing baseball in the SEC too. It's the top conference in college baseball. So there, there weren't a lot of easy nights for you guys at, at Tennessee, I imagine.
1: No, it wasn't easy. Um, I mean, obviously Coach Vitello, he helps us out a lot, a lot tremendously and all the coaching staff. Um, and then ultimately when it got towards the end of the season, it was kind of the players team, kind of just anything that we were doing that worked, he kinda of just he let I mean he let it happen. Um obviously he wasn't gonna change anything that wasn't wasn't broke. So I mean we were we were playing the game we love with respect and just, just having fun out there. And um some people didn't like it. But like I mean a lot of people say either hate us, hate the Tennessee team or you love us. Um there's no in between. I think a bunch of people loved us from what I've heard from the fans.
0: Now, now, Trey, you played third base at Tennessee and, and at Urbana, and growing up, I, you played shortstop, right? And I imagine you played a lot of shortstop when you were a younger kid, being one of the best athletes on your teams. W- w- was that a big adjustment for you, learning how to play third base?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say it's a huge adjustment. Um, kind of just like I said earlier, the game of baseball is at the end of the day, it's baseball. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was definitely weird going from third or from short to third, but you got less time to react, so I think that was better for me.
0: Yeah, would, just what did you think of overall of playing third base? Were you like, whoa, this is way different, or I, I don't like this? Or just what did you think of playing third in general?
1: Um, uh, I mean, I really liked it. Um, it helped the team win a lot. And I was fortunate enough, I said earlier, to be behind two All-Americans. So anything that they did, I tried to mimic and apply it to my game. And uh, anything that I had that was working for me, I still used it. Um, so, yeah, it was. I mean, it was definitely – it was definitely a change but at the end of the day it's either you, you win or you lose like I said earlier and um I was out there on the field just trying to win so wherever position I was going to be at was where I was going to do my best best ability
0: well what was the biggest adjustment just the reaction time like like you said
1: yeah that was I mean that was the biggest thing um you got less time to think but that that's a good thing because you don't have to you just put your glove down there and, and the ball goes in there <laughs> I'm joking but you obviously got to train and do all the things with the the coaching staff. We had a tremendous infield coach, Ricky Martinez. So he helped us out a lot. Um, but no, he he was a great guy. He played shortstop, but he knew all the game, all the tricks of the game, and um, where you needed to be at this time, this moment. Um, he helped us out a lot.
0: And and the throw and the throw to first is a little bit longer, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit longer, but at the end of the day, you got a, a good target over there, and we had
0: Luke <laughs> it was. Who was tremendous
1: over there for us, helping us out on the game that we needed. Um, but yeah, we were, we were just fortunate enough to have a bunch of guys on that team who, who just wanted to win.
0: From what you understand right now, Troy, and I know we're very early in this whole process, do the Nationals see you as a third baseman?
1: Uh, like I said, I have no idea. Um, I was just fortunate enough to sign a contract and just live on my dream, um, wherever they it was kind of, It's almost like Tennessee. Wherever they put me, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. That's always the kind of kid I've been growing up. Um, just where, to, whatever you do, do it to your best. Um, like if it's taking the trash out or popping the floor or just just the little things. perfect the little things and then the bigger things will take care of themselves.
0: Have you played every position in baseball at some point in your little league, youth, uh, pony, whatever baseball you played? Have you played every position?
1: I have. Yes
0: and what's your favorite position
1: uh, uh as a pitcher you kind of have more um more control over the game as you get the ball more times than anybody else out there um but i don't know i like a ball i like the game of baseball stuff because one day you can go four, the next day you can go four for four so honestly it's just i like the game it's it's hard It's it's mentally hard um i think that's what makes me like so like in love with it is that it's not just you do this and you're good. It's just if you do this, you go full for it today and then do it tomorrow and then do it the next day and then do it the next day. Um, don't just don't just go out there and just do it to do it, go out there with a the purpose.
0: We're talking to Trey Lipscomb, a urbana High School graduate, one of the newest members of the Washington Nationals. All right, Trey, so you're watching with your family last week. It's the second day of the draft, top of the third round. you're you're starting to think the phones ringing. You're starting to think your name could be called soon. Just to hear your name called by the Nationals, I mean, uh, a a team uh, 50 minutes down the road from where you grew up, what what did that mean to you?
1: Uh, It meant a lot. Um, It was just, it was so fun, Um, just the whole process. I mean, I was from talking to guys who had been drafted before to talking to guys who were in the same position as me. Um, We had a lot of guys on the Tennessee team that were fortunate enough to get drafted, but we were just, I mean, I I was just enjoying it with my family. all the long car rides um, that my dad and my mom had to make and all the, all the things that they didn't get to do because I was playing baseball. And then that goes for my siblings, too, because anytime we were traveling, um, they always had to come. They had to tag along because they weren't ordered enough to stay at the house by themselves. So everything that I did, they were always a part of. Um, so it just means a lot to be in a position to, to help them out um, in a way.
0: It set the scene for me. How did everyone else react? Was everyone uh... – screaming and crying or you're just what, what What was everyone doing it was
1: just kind of like I don't know, everybody was just kind of taking it in um I think my parents were definitely <laughs> more excited they showed more emotion than I did um just because they, they saw me as a little kid just growing up and just being able to live the dream out that I that I was always dreaming as a little kid and everybody's dream is to play in the MLB and um like I said that's just getting started um I just signed the contract and so we're just I'm ready for the grind um, it's exciting for sure but um, it's pretty cool
0: what, what was your reaction I'm, I'm curious how you reacted
1: um I was excited to just go out and play um, the last game we played was on June 10th and it was a loss so' I'm, I'm just eager to go out there and just play play with the team again and then just ultimately end up with
0: the, the win but did you just smile and play it cool did you fist pump did you uh, did you hug someone or what did you do when your name was called?
1: Yeah, no, I hugged my family members. Um, I did all that type of stuff, and then after all the emotions got out of the way, I mean, there was a little bit of a little bit of crying for my mom, um, and there's just exciting tears. Um, but I, I enjoyed every bit of it. I was, I was, it was just happy to see the amount of smiles you can put on somebody's face um, just by doing what you love.
0: What What team did you think was going to draft you?
1: I had no idea. I mean, I went out to the combine and I met with a bunch of different teams out there, and they're kind of just—I mean, they saw what you did on the field, um, but they're just trying to get to know you as a as a player off the field. Uh, so I had no idea. But like I said earlier, I'm just fortunate enough to get the opportunity to sign my name on a on a contract to do what I do what I love.
0: Yeah, but we're we're going to get to the contract uh, in, in a second. But you 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 talk with probably all every team, like all 30 major league teams, right? And from what I understand, going into the pre-draft process. You didn't have much contact with the Nats, so did you think they were not interested in you, or it, it, it's always the team that you never talk to that winds up taking you, right, Trey? Uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, it's kind of I don't know how everything works out like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I spoke with a bunch of different teams, um, and then the Nats called, or my agent called me, "You're ready to be at Washington National. And I was like, "Heck yeah, let's do it." Close to the close to home. All the all the affiliates are in like. Virginia and Fredericksburg, and just close to home, so my parents don't have to drive seven hours like it was knocking. They could just literally hop in the car and drive two hours and make a day trip out of it.
0: Were Were you an ads fan growing up? Who was Who was your team?
1: Uh, I really didn't have a team growing up. I kind of just like watching the game of baseball. Um, yeah, I really didn't have a team. I just like watching just just good baseball. And um, obviously, if you turn on the TV and the whole team is playing, it's always going to be some good baseball.
0: But you didn't have a rooting interest. Like who would you who would you cheer for when 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 uh, uh, when you were watching a game?
1: No, I mean I had. I mean I lived in so many different places that it was hard to just pick the team. Um, I've been to a lot of Orioles games, been to a lot of Nationals games, been to a lot of Braves games. Um, made my way up north a little bit, went to Boston a little bit, um, went to a few of those games, Yankee games. So I don't know. It was just it was it was weird for the Nationals to to call my name because. It was such a team so close so close to home.
0: Who, who are the players that you really emulated uh, growing up and say, man, I, I, I want to play like that guy?
1: Yeah, I mean, more recently I started the bottom-up of game. off Some of the players that are playing right now that kind of play with the passion, like the Juan Soto's and the Fernando Tatises and the, the Jazz Chisholm's. Like, just modeling my game after those guys because they go to the field and they, they love to have fun. Um, and I think that's what I bring to the table is just going to the field, having fun, on the field, but also off the field, just taking care of business.
0: Well, when you watched baseball as a kid, were you always fixated sort of on what the shortstop was doing since that became your predominant position?
1: I think as a kid when I was going to the stadium, I was just happy to be in the stadium. Um, <laughs> there were a bunch of different things going on between either it was the pitcher throwing the pitch or after the game. There were fireworks, um, just happy to be in the stadium.
0: Did you go to a bunch of Nats games or Orioles games or both uh, growing up?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, when I moved out here, it was kind of like my sophomore year of high school. So I kind of spent three years here and then the rest of the rest of the four years I've been at Tennessee. So it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I mean, I call it home. It definitely is home where my family stays, but I've been in Knoxville a little bit longer. So it's kind of, it's kind of a weird thing. Um, but I definitely, I went to, I would say I went to maybe more national game Orioles game. I can't really keep track, but I definitely didn't go to a lot of those.
0: Right. Do you expect to finish the season with one of their minor league affiliates?
1: Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm just down here, just in the mini camp, and then wherever they send me is where they send me. If they tell me to stay, then I stay. I'm just, like I said, I'm just fortunate enough to do what I love um, sign my name on that piece of paper, um, just go after
0: it. Yeah. Speaking of that, you just recently did, uh, at the end of last week, sign your name to that piece of paper, that, that, that first contract, as you said. Uh, you have a pretty nice uh, nest egg uh, there, their Trey, with, uh, with your uh, uh, slot value. Uh, just under eight hundred thousand um, uh, dollars to sign. Um, what what what's the what's the first thing you bought, or what's the first thing you're going to buy with the with the money?
1: Uh, I haven't even thought of that far yet. <laughs> to be honest, um, I'm just. I mean, I just hopped on a plane, kind of just still getting settled with everything. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what my first purchase is going to be. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. But
0: the goal is just to
1: help my family out. Like I said earlier, just I'm in a position now where I can. Up them out for what they need
0: has, has it sunk in like sort of what's happened to your life i mean has your life dramatically changed already or or, or not yet
1: uh not yet like i said we just started swimming the bat, um, with the different coordinators today so it's kind of just it's been weird but I'm definitely ready to start ready to play some more games
0: right the fact that you're a college player, you, you had a you had a fine college career at, at, at a ma- at a major school at one of the top schools in the country. Do you think that fast tracks you on this minor league course, given that you have a little more experience?
1: Yeah, I really don't know how all the affiliates work um, with that and who who says what. But um, like I don't, know, I'm just, I'm I'm ready to go wherever they send me off to. Um, I'm gonna go play there. They tell me to stay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna stay, but. At the end of the day, I'm going to do what I do and do it, do it to the best that I can.
0: How many times has your phone died in the last week, Trey, uh, just with people texting you and calling you incessantly?
1: <laughs> I mean, I think I'm finally just reaching to the end of saying thank you to the people who reached out to me. Um, but that's an important thing to me, just making sure everybody who texted me, they had the time to text me, and so I should have the time to text them back. Um, so I'm, I'm making it back to towards the end um, with those type of, with the people who were texting me, but my phone has been buzzing ever since.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. And and just what are you? What are you most excited about, man? About about this journey you're about to, to go on. I'm um,
1: just excited just to just to learn the learn the different things about pro baseball. Um, obviously, there's more things than just going straight to the big leagues, and you know? that's that's the end goal. Um, it's going to the big leagues and not just getting there, but playing there for a long time and having a great career. Um, but also just like learning the game, just being around these guys right now, like. We're, I mean, I'm down at the Nationals um, facility right now. you got guys walking around, or are doing rehab, like D. Strange, Gordon, um, and just kind of picking his brain like I was doing with Andre and Jake, um, but obviously at a, at a much higher level because, I mean, he's had a great career. Um, you just see guys, like, just all around the facility that you can ask questions if it's an MLB player doing rehab or if it's trying to kind of just learn some, some new Spanish.
0: <laughs> yeah you gotta work on your your, your bilingual skills right yeah uh, What w- what's the first thing that went through your head when you walked in the building down there
1: um i don't, I don't know that all all that stuff is kind of just a blur to me to be honest um i still haven't really i still haven't settled in but as the next couple of days come by and i start playing some games hopefully it'll, it'll settle in for sure
0: well, hey, Trey, I, I, I know the beach is calling your name right now. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, c- congrats, man, on getting selected, and we, we look forward to watching this next chapter unfold with you. So, so, so thanks so much for hopping on with us uh, this week. So, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's okay, Thanks, Greg.
0: All right, that, that is uh, Trey Lipscomb, uh, Urbana High School graduate, newest member of the Washington Nationals. Uh, stay with us. We'll have more of the final score in a second. all right welcome back here on the final score and let's welcome in uh, fnp sports writer alexander Dacey, uh, who's been on top of this trey lipscomb story uh, from the very start i uh, just talking to trey alexander and uh, he, he said he has no idea what the next step is he's down at the facility right now they're, they're doing their training and just their introductory stuff but you feel he has a pretty cha- pretty good chance to be fast tracked within
2: the organization, right? Yeah, I mean, just given that the organization's in such a rebuild state right now, and given that there's not a really, I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna you know proceed to play him at third base like the, you know, like he like he was in college, um, he's in a good spot to I think get fast tracked, and also because he's coming out of college, they're not going to need to keep him down. I think quite as long. Yeah,
0: he's, he's an older, more experienced player. Right,
2: yeah. They're not going to have to keep him down there, you know, in, in a West Palm uh, or in the Arizona Fall League probably for much beyond this year.
0: Do you think he'll finish his
2: season with a minor league affiliate or what would you guess might be the next step for him? Um, It's kind of hard to say because, I mean, the minor league season is really only going to go on for maybe another five or six weeks, and none of the Nats – farm. you know, none of the Nats like – farm teams are really in again really in great shape so there's a chance he probably gets a few games in the minors at the end of the season but I wouldn't be surprised if they just kept him down down with the down with the Gulf Coast team or the the team in uh, West Palm and then they ship him to the Arizona Fall League and then next year he'll start in like high A or you know you pro- probably high a would be my guess
0: double a AA, something like yeah that.
2: so yeah
0: yeah because he had no information i mean maybe maybe he genuinely doesn't know or maybe he was being a little coy with me but but he has yeah. no idea he's like he's in he's in one day at a time mode down there and stuff like that yeah. but but it seems like given his experience given the nats uh depth at third base that he does have a pretty good chance of of moving through the minors quickly yeah yeah um all right so he's playing third base right yeah. now do you, th- do you think he'll stay there he's played every position yeah. but you-, you-, you think he'll stay at third I th-
2: base i think most likely because i mean he, he in high school he was a primarily shortstop and then he came you know he came out of you know came into tennessee as a shortstop third baseman but the one position like the Nats have some depth in is shortstop because you know brady brady house is their top prospect he's uh he was a first round pick last year and he's you know he's he's starting to make his way through the minors. He probably will be a twenty twenty four arrival in DC most likely. Uh, he was a he was a high schooler uh, that got drafted, but yeah, I mean, I I, I think in terms of a long term future, he's got his best shot at third because again, there's really not anybody ahead of him. I mean, again, Carter Keboom, sure, but I don't know. He's his 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 prospect window is kind of closed, and he's just very injury prone at this point. So, which 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 you know really sucks to say for him, but. I think there there's more of an opening at third base because of that. Yeah, because because Trey yeah.
0: said he's played every position and, right. and he's probably comfortable playing most positions because mm. uh, he's such a good athlete. But but uh, and, he, and he and again he wasn't sure what where the Nats would put him. He I'm sure he suspects he'll stay at third base, but I I just didn't know what the Nats had in the organization and and where he'll likely land with them. And, and it sounds like third base will be his best uh, chance. So it's cool that he's a, he's a Nat he'll be he'll be right down the road. Uh, you're you're a Nat's fan, mm. so so I'm sure it'll be exciting to have a local <laughs> player connected to the team. Uh, but let's switch gears here for a second. Um, uh, you covered uh, Frederick, or excuse me, uh, Francis Scott Key Post 11, the American Legion team, which which won a state uh, mm. title this week. Tell us about them and, and, and what's next for them.
2: Well, uh, they were pretty clearly the best team in the state at the tournament this weekend. This was their first time hosting the tournament in about a decade, so because of that, they got an auto auto qualification. Um, I actually think without that auto qualification, they would have finished like a game out of first in their division because uh, I think Funkstown was was just ahead of them. So you know, they kind of you know you know it was kind of nice for them that they got to host. But once you guys at the tournament, it was fairly clear um you know that they were the best team I, I think I think they only tra- they trailed maybe for like an inning the entire like an inning or two the entire weekend I mean you know, it was pretty you know pretty big dominant wins you know game in and game out I was there uh, for the opener their opener on Friday and then the semifinal on Monday and the championship on Tuesday um and they they just I mean their their bats were going but I think the bigger thing and this is the this is the biggest thing that you know that you see with with tournaments like these is pitching depth, and I think their pitching depth just outlasted everybody else's pitching depth, and was quite frankly just just better, um, better than the other teams. Uh,
0: how many of the great high school pitchers did they have?
2: So the, so this team primarily pulls from uh, Tuscarora and TJ. Uh, there were like one or two, I think one or two Frederick kids on there, but it was primarily Tuscarora and TJ. Which means and, the DeSantos. So right? yeah, so they had both DeSantos. Um, Ryan in particular, they started friday with a pit you know and they hadn't capped his pitch count so he could be available to pitch tuesday in the championship uh drew they were mostly using as like as like bullpen uh you know sort of bullpen material but if they needed him to start they would uh they had um uh, who started the other game i saw uh devin cauldron who's a class of 2021 from tj uh he was one of their other big starters they had eric thomas uh who again i believe is an Class of twenty twenty one guy from I think TJ. So, um, yeah. So, but they also they also had games like like again the the Monday game I saw they played a little bit more of a bullpen game. Uh, Luke Chapel, current uh, junior rising senior TJ. um, He was actually injured for a lot of the season, but he uh, he. He was feeling uh, he was feeling good this weekend, and so they brought him out to pitch a little bit Sunday, and then they had him ride out, and kind of finish out the game on Monday, the last four and a third innings. So, they just had, I mean, they just had you know a number of pitchers that were good enough to, you know, keep them keep keep the opposing runs relatively low, and their bats. I mean, their bats just killed it. Again, part of that I'm sure was other teams just not having a ton of pitchers because, I mean, this is this is the honestly one of the things that'll stick with me from the tournament is when I got to the. Uh, got there a little early Friday to cover cover Frederick's game there was a game finishing up right before it uh, where the final score was 15 to 13 uh, and when I got there it was t- it was only 10 to three so it was like I, I've, there were a lot of games my understanding th- this weekend where it's just like these teams are just running out of pitching and it's just bullpen implosion after bullpen implosion and Frederick never really had that um and it's carrying them to the uh to the regional tournament as their first state state title wins in 1998.
0: So what's next for them? They'll be in Morgantown, is that right?
2: Yeah, so the Mid-Atlantic Regional uh tournament for for the American Legion starts next Wednesday, August 3rd, uh it, this year it's being played in Morgantown, uh, not at the university but at a at another uh sort of complex in the area. Um but they'll be out at Morgantown. They have the very first game of the tournament at 9:30 a.m. next Wednesday, so it'll be a bit of an early day for them, but uh but do they, do they like the early games can, can you tell i i i didn't ask them that i think it's very much a you know i mean so so for context the tuesday game their tuesday championship game was a 10 a.m game i'm assuming because there was there was a threat of rain yesterday so they were probably trying to get it done early but um i did not ask them that i can't imagine since you know teenagers i can't imagine the early games are everybody's favorite but i mean they, they may do and they looked they looked they looked good enough good enough doing it so certainly they're not the favorite of sports writers so. no oh uh, i've had my schedule's been all jacked up the last couple of days <laughs> but um yeah so they'll be in morgantown against a, a team from pennsylvania that's to be determined uh pennsylvania gets two teams in the uh in the state tournament
0: how, how, how many teams go uh
2: it, it's an a- it's an a team tournament and you've got teams from uh obviously maryland virginia west virginia pennsylvania delaware new jersey um, and I believe maybe New York. No, I, I think New York is in the the Northeast region. It, it, is it
0: is it double elimination? It's double
2: elimination. Yeah. So they'll be running through the weekend, and a, and a championship game if they get there would be uh, Sunday, August seventh.
0: And then they go um, to nationals. Or? And then if
2: they win that, they would get to get to the national tournament, which I, from my understanding, they've never made. I would have to double check that, but I do I do not believe they've ever made it to nationals, and that would be in a few weeks down in uh, North Carolina. So. Um,
0: All right. Well, tr- well Trey signed already. So he's taking that drama uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh, away from us already. I, I asked him what um, he uh, was going to do with the money and, and what, what his first big purchase was. And he, he didn't know yet. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I, he's still trying to get his feet back on the ground. I, I think after, after this last week between getting drafted and signing and, uh, flying down to West Palm and working out at, at a major league facility. I mean, I, I think <laughs> his his head has it, been spinning. It, for the it's last a
2: it's week. a whirlwind, especially for someone who literally just got out of college. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus, he's like 21, 22 now. Yeah, years old. He's he's my older. age. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. It, it, it starts to hit you, Alexander, when you
2: start becoming older than the players. When I when, uh, I, when I when I play against when I play, against, teams, when I play yeah. against the players that are now on my favorite teams. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not, nothing dates you faster as a sports writer uh, than that. So, All right, so we have some things to keep
0: keep our eye on over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we're looking forward to the start of Paul's Sports. Thank you for joining us, sir, as, as always. Of course, so. happy to be here. All right, uh, that'll do it for us this week here on The Final Score. Thanks to Graham Collins for uh, putting all this together every week, and uh, we will see everyone back here uh, with another episode next week. Take care, everyone.